When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Hyperspace Hangout here. Matt and Ez here. And uh, as this has been floating around um, TikTok, it's been floating around, um, you know, YouTube. I know I don't I don't think you've seen this yet because obviously I think you would have said something to me about it if you had. A lot of people are saying it's absolutely fake. That's where I'm at. But people are sort of speculating about it. So there is a potentially leaked trailer, don't know where it really came from, of a Disney project called The Knights of Ren. I'm going to pull it up here. We're going to react to it. You didn't even you didn't even know this was a thing. No. And uh, we're just going to watch it and I'm going to see what you think because I think it's fake. But nonetheless, here we go. Um, uh, <laughs> um, 
uh matt i saw the disney plus logo it, it has to be real dude i don't know what you're freaking talking about here the only thing that caught me was like the beginning it looks too like the lucasfilm looks a little glossy it's beautiful it's really yeah. freaking phenomenal it's gorgeous it's absolutely it's absolutely gorgeous but i think there's just no way it's real no there's no it just doesn't make sense unless that's like an arc like an older kind of knights of ren like explaining the origin of the of the little group and and everything i don't that is uh it looks really sick. really cool and well also done and they great, have it angled trailer they have it angled makes it look like it's in a theater or something right yeah 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 smart it's smart it's very smart i don't think it's but what if what if man what if it was something that they just sort of um decided to to move away from that is that is cool and again it's because it, it's hard to really tell when it's got that it's when it's angled like that you right. can't really get real close the, the the thing that threw me was it looked like the freaking black captain from the lord of the rings the um yeah i know that's what i was the, saying it looks, like, it looks like a wraith uh wraith king yeah, right yeah. The, the, the witch king and he's got yeah. like the thing it looks super cool but i definitely think that it's i definitely think that it's fake yeah I'm sorry no, but I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I also think it's fake too. But I just think uh, part of me wants to think it's real, though. Part of me is like, let's go. I mean, well, it looks. I'd be down for that story. I mean, clearly that uh, yeah. person animated that whole. Somebody animated that whole thing, right? right I mean, right. that looks. It looks. Yes. It looks epic. It looks cool. Looks but uh, here, I'm. Yeah. So that's where we're at. And now I have one other thing to show you. This is just kind of a quick little video here. We're just going to take a look at. Some of the things popping around Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. this here, let me get this. Let me get this. Oh, sorry. Let me get this queued up here. Mm -hmm. And um, this is super cool. So somebody remade the Battle of Naboo okay. uh, using a game engine. And I mean, it's like, so they made the whole thing from scratch, start to finish. It looks super cool. Sorry, I have to uh, get through a little ad here, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll get this pulled up and we can just kind of view this too. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's super cool. Uh, Roger, Roger. Uh, wow. So he just sort of shows it. It's super uh, cool, but I, the reason I bring look. it up is, I mean, look, dude, if you can make it in a game engine, make this, make that scratch, yeah, exactly. you can definitely make a Knights of Ren trailer. Trailer, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, and that because that looks legit. This looks gorgeous. It looks, it looks great. Yeah, and when you get real close to things like droids, and you don't have like human skin and stuff like that, you can. I think it's a little easier to kind of pass off or whatever, you know. So, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. I'm all for. I, you know, sometimes, Matt, I think Lucasfilm just needs to look to some of these projects, look at what is it is circulating around the, the Star Wars fandom, Agreed. what are folks into. You know, one thing I'll give Star Wars Theory a lot of credit for, folks are into his Vader Chronicles. Right. They're into those stories, like whether it's, you know, yeah, you don't probably don't want to roll with that. It's a pretty big, pretty big character. You need a lot of different people in on that kind of thing. But just the fact that he's doing an easy he's a creative mind who thinks about star wars quite a bit like why i i i don't know i just i just feel like 
when you and I speculated on the rise of Skywalker, we had about 50 different ways that that could have gone. And the right. way it went was so God awful that I just feel like any of our 50 ways would have been better. And it's crazy. right. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where you, we talk about these companies and do they shut stuff down? Do they let stuff happen? And every company is totally different in what they let people do with their intellectual property. At the end of the day, it is their intellectual yep. property. Although I will say, if you're a shareholder, I feel like you should be allowed to do whatever you want. If you want to make videos on YouTube, I don't think you should get flagged because technically you own part of the company. Now, I mean, that's just me, but that's <laughs> facts. It is a fact, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I'm a Disney shareholder. I should be able to make do whatever I want with Star Wars. Uh huh. Yeah. If I want to go make a movie, I should be allowed to. But right. you know, whatever. I guess there's rules. So, <laughs> anywho, uh, no. So some companies like Sega, for example, right? They make games. Fans make Sonic the Hedgehog fan games all the time, and Sega says, we are totally fine with it. You just can't make money off of it. That is a completely fair, uh, that's completely that's cool. fair and valid. Then you have a company like Nintendo who will literally send, like, lawyers to your house and kick down the door if you so much as, you know, like, do anything that's outside of their thing. So it's just different. Like, every company's to <clears throat> totally different. And I think, I think Star Wars, they seem to be pretty seem to be pretty cool about it i don't you know i don't should yeah, no. should you be allowed to make like a full fan darth vader movie and make money off of it and stuff oh yeah no, no, i don't no. know if you want to if you just want to do a fan thing i think it's kind of cool yeah yeah no i'm not saying that, that uh like at all that we you know look into I know, like I know. I'm legitimizing just, yeah, this as an example but, yeah. but but i think that when you're looking for new ideas you know the idea of rogue one came out and it was it was a wonderful idea it was fantastic great movie but there are a lot of really cool. There are a lot of people in the Star Wars fandom saying similar things, you know, uh, talking about how much they want Luke Skywalker, how they how they want more of him. And I think they're going to do all that in, in the Mando verse. But like the High Republic is cool. It's it's this thing. Folks want the old Republic. They want it so bad. They want it so bad that they're now they're actually remastering that Knights of the Old Republic game. Right. And I, I just feel like. When you look and you, you you put your finger on the pulse of, of the Star Wars fandom, there are certain things that people are into and that they want. And I and they are not bad ideas, you know, I'm not saying all of them. I'm just talking generally here, like like when you think about theories and speculation and what people want from Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars explained and Star Wars theory are on different sides of a lot of different things. But they even agree on some things that would be really cool and really cool ways to kind of expand the universe and, and, and to move forward and give us cool connections. You and I have talked a lot about like uh, Solo 2 and some of the things, some of those characters. Yeah, and I think they're going to do some of that stuff and maybe we just have to kind of wait and see. But I really do hope someone is sort of, um, I don't know, it, it was just it's so and I can't believe I'm drifting into this topic right now. But like the fact that you just pull somebody off the street and you say, what do you want? the next star Wars film to be and where do you want to take the story? And it's just anybody, any director or writer named Brian right. Johnson can come in and do that. It just, it boils me a little bit that, that there wasn't, you know, a plan, a, pa a plan, uh, like, like, like a path forward. And it, and again, if they learn from that, that's, that, that, that's, that's fantastic. But like, it just, it's just wild when people right. are making cool things like this, like the Knights of Ren, again, is something that, JJ and, and story group, like they come up with that. That's a cool thing that they came up with. It's awesome. 
And so we still do find value in the sequels and all those things. I actually want the freaking story to continue. I want you to do it. Right. Like the best way to kind of fix some of that stuff is I do, to move on with those things and keep going. I do I do wonder too um, if the success of Marvel caused what the ripple effects for that were inside like Disney higher up and executives when it came to Star Wars. Because I mean, they bought it for like five, almost like it was like it was over four billion dollars, you know, around around four, four to five billion dollars that they bought Star Wars. So at that point, we're in like I think it was like 2012, 2011, around the time they bought it. I mean, we're talking right like 2013, whatever. Mar like the Marvels, we were just getting into like Avengers one or whatever, and so you, these Avengers movies and Marvel movies are just blowing the doors off box office numbers. Yeah. So I wonder if they're like, well, we can do the same thing with Star Wars. We'll just do we're just going to pump out all this Star Wars stuff. But, you know, they tried to do it at a much faster pace. This Marvel thing had been planned and crafted mm -hmm. and built. Right. And by the end, it, when, Mar when the when it started out, it wasn't like, you know, Iron Man one didn't, was not making like two billion dollars in the box office. Mm hmm. No, the, the like the the phase one of the Avengers saga is kind of rough, actually. If you mm -hmm. go back and watch it, like I think Iron Man one is good. The Incredible Hulk, Edward Norton's gone. I think Iron Man two is a little weak. I think Captain America is the worst of that whole original run. Thor is just kind of average. But then it's like the first Avengers movie knocks the doors off, and mm -hmm. then it's like okay, everything since that has been pretty much amazing. But so by the time we get to Star Wars we come out with the force awakens and it does really, really great. And I thought it was a good movie. I did too. And then it's just like, okay, well we got to have this. We got to have a one and we got to have the second movie. Just like, doesn't matter. It's just printing money. Mm -hmm. And then they realize, well, no, you actually have to have like a plan. Yeah. So well, it's like on one hand, the sequel suffered, but I think they did learn their lesson, which is why the Mandalorian and Boba Fett and other right. things are doing well. And we've talked about this at nauseum. I think, you know, I still think out of those first five movies we got, which we still have only had five movies, mm -hmm. I think Force Awakens was good. Mm -hmm. um, Rogue One's amazing. And I, I generally like Solo. It didn't do great in the box office, but I, I liked it. Yeah. So, I mean, I still think they did a they did a good job. If you look at it, like out of three out of five, we're good. The problem is just that the two that were were not as well received are so drastically important to the overall Skywalker <laughs> saga. Like the overall thing that it just how do feels you fumble so that? bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how do you, Matt? I want to throw one more thing and then I'm done talking about it. But we're never we're, done talking about it. George it just, Lucas. It's nobody's ever Matt, really gone. No one's ever well, except for George Lucas, because. He actually, okay, the crazy thing is Ryan Johnson can come in and just, and literally, and I, I like know. Ryan Johnson, but Matt. I don't, but hold that's on. another story. George Lucas said, here's an idea. I have a an idea and outline. You guys can follow this. I've got a story. They bought the story idea, did not use it. And instead, they said, JJ, you come do your thing. He did a great job. Well, you know what? That worked. We just brought a guy in and he set this whole thing up. Let's bring in one more guy and see what he does with the, with the next film. And you literally had George pencil down for you a three movie thing, like a showrunner, the whole thing. It was sitting right there. And they said, nah, instead of taking the plan, we'll just give it to three different people and let them run with it. That was, that was the magic is that actually there were different directors during the originals. And that's really, are you kidding me? 
George Lucas wrote the thing. It just, wasn't it's, a plan. It, I, and when people tell me to the whole, they're like, oh, they're, you know, George didn't know that he was going to do the whole Vader thing. He didn't know he was going to do the the right. twins. And yeah. stuff. Shut up. The twin sons. Well, the, uh, the I know. And the other, the other problem is that they fired not one, but two directors during the whole process of those first five movies. And I still will argue until the end of time that the whoever thought that it was a great idea to like the marketing and the decision to have solo come out months after the last Jedi, like before, I think it was, was it Avengers infinity war, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, competing yeah. with themselves there. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. I know. The Super Bowl teaser was like 20 seconds and it was like, what are we? It's like, it's just like the Millennium Falcon flying. It's like, that doesn't tell me anything. Right. No one knew what it, I, I, no one and knew. still to have two Star Wars movies, like the Marvel movies, like sometimes we get those like months apart. Mm-hmm. It's different because like we're used to it. We were not, it already felt like you were doing way too much because you had like, my God, five Star Wars movies in five years. Four, really like four years if you want to really look at the time crunch it was crazy well i mean and then look at it so then your your one movie is here in the timeline after episode six then let's bounce back and do before episode four then let's do episode um i'm so yeah then let's do episode eight then let's bounce back to solo then let's go do nine i mean dude it is it was probably hard for like your mainstream people to kind of follow and understand and it just is crazy to me that not even george lucas has has the is allowed to just go out and Matt he could direct he could he could fund a movie right now he could fund episode 10 just do his own fan film right his own fan film air quote right and and they would say ah nope can't nope I know they'd sue him so what do we do I I mean I think I think we're it's a better I think I think I think it ended I think it ended up working out yeah, the whole thing is that, like, yeah, it's it is unfortunate that the last two movies eight right. or that there's no continuity right. or whatever. But it is better. It's a better place. I really do enjoy all of this. And I always say, give right. give Kathleen. By the way, this is not a bath bash. I Kathleen know. Kennedy for, I know. It is to give her credit for for correcting right. stuff and for Bob Iger saying we got to slow down. We got to slow right. down. And it's not it's not like every project that came out under George Lucas's reign of Star Wars was a major success. Yeah. But, you know, but I mean, I just look at where we're at now and I guess I'd say we've, we've had since Disney bought it. It's like, let's let's look at everything we've gotten. We've gotten five movies to me. Three were good. So we're three out of five. So mm-hmm. that's OK. That's that's more than half. That's OK. We're three out of five. I don't know the math. I think that's 60 percent. So that's a D because um, <laughs> I think two were trash. Uh, High Republic, I think, was off to a slow start. I think High Republic, sort of a more of, I think of it is it's going to take a long time for High Republic to get going. Mm-hmm. I never thought that it's starting. You know, some of the other things you look at. Um, I think season seven of Clone Wars was great. Although to be fair, a lot of that was written beforehand. So, mm-hmm. but we did get it. So I thought season seven of Clone Wars was great. Obviously, The Mandalorian is like a plus knocked it out of the park in fact the mandalorian is the best thing to happen that and rogue one i would say are the are the best things they've done and rebels is in, up there rebels give, give, give Reb- rebels credit right yeah. Re- rebels is too but then they had resistance which i thought was like really like yeah, I know, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. the the video games that have come out under them i think have not been 
up to par. I know a lot of people really like Jedi Fallen Order. I think it's kind of okay, but Battlefront 2 was off to a real bad start. Mm-hmm. A real mm-hmm. bad start. The books, I think, are hit and miss, but I think that's prob- that was probably the case under Lucas. If anything, I actually think the, the books now might be slightly in a better spot, mm-hmm. at least in terms of like profitability and marketing and... Yeah, all of that coming. Comics seem to be comics seem to be good. So I'd say, in all honesty, we're probably or maybe slightly better off in terms of like Star Wars making money and being more popular. Getting more of it, which is great. Right. It's. I think it's 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 more popular than it was in like the Mm -hmm. '90s and stuff when we were growing up, when like the the movies weren't coming out. Quality wise is the question. And then the the big thing is that it's just hard to look past no matter what else you did. That's good. It's just so hard to look past episode eight and episode nine that it's just this like enormous black cloud that sits over everything and blocks out all the good that it's it's just as a perspective. Yeah. You always say, at three out of five, right? I wish those three were, you know, seven, eight, and nine. I wish those three good movies right. were seven, eight, and nine. The, 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 if Rogue One was trash and and Solo didn't right. really work, it wouldn't really affect things right. as and much s- for me. Right. And seven is still sort of tainted and hurt by eight and nine because the whole thing to me doesn't work. Right. But also, and it's like... Yeah. I like seven, but then we go off the rails. And so I still feel like seven. Yeah, we do go off the rails. But if you double down on going off the rails in nine, instead of like, like the correct, the knee jerk. So it's force awakens knee jerk. it. we got to do something totally different. Bring in some curveball, go in the opposite direction of everything that's set up there and do crazy stuff with Luke Skywalker. Okay, fine. If you're going to go that route, really double down and go that route. And then they turn to the guy who does that and they say, okay, what was your, What's your episode nine? That's not me, guys. You just told me to come in here. And, and that's crazy to me. So that's <laughs> actually what hurts that movie is that like there is that actually could have been if if it finishes, if the last movie can somehow do this and right. bring it all together, make it all seem like it's it works together. It It's cool, but it right. doesn't. It feels like it's, it's, it's hard- sequels is two movies. It feels like it's Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker. That's I know, and it always, it always, I, I always say this, and I always, I always bring it up on the on on the podcast. Right? Is like where you, so where you leave with seven, going to eight, while while there's aspects of eight I obviously don't like, we can still finish the story in that direction. Like like going from seven to eight works mm-hmm. as a as a like it. It, it works as a plot narrative going forward. You just should have continued that plot instead of trying to shoehorn in Palpatine and rip it all back and try to make it all work and sort of cram it all together. And like, I mean, the first 10 minutes of that of Rise of Skywalker is like a scramble. Although I do think I like Rise of Skywalker more than mm-hmm. I liked The Last Jedi because I think I view The Last Jedi as the thing. But then again, if Ryan Johnson was say was say told that his idea would have been the idea going forward, because nobody really knows what those things are, and it was going to be this maybe darker path and all this other stuff, then it's hard for me to blame him right. because 
it's like okay, I like I would I would actually love to see what a Ryan Johnson episode nine would have been. I know because it, I know. because it's like okay, I'm fine with the story going that way. <clears throat> I'm fine with seven and nine. Right, I know. But I need that middle piece. The problem is eight and nine don't do. There are two puzzle pieces that do not mix. They don't fit. They don't fit. And so it's like the blame has to fall whoever's decision it was to say this is the route we're gonna this is the route we're gonna go yeah and you you should have either never seen anything like it you should have others either said we want one person to do all three or we have a plan and this is what the plan's gonna be right because the big problem is you try to look at stuff that happened in the movies, you know, that's a story for another time and say, well, we're going to we're going to just sort of shoehorn this in and make it work. We're just going to make because J.J. Abrams flat out says, yeah, we decided to bring Palpatine back like this for this. Movie. Oh, I know that. I know. Was not the plan. <laughs> I know. They didn't know who Ray Skywalker was going to be right until in the movie. Like Daisy Ridley right. has come out and said, like, I thought it was going to be a Kenobi. Then there right. was talk of a Skywalker Palpatine. She had no idea. She had no clue. Even the script that came out, we don't know the for the guy who did who was going to be the original director. I always forget his name. Colin who Trevorrow. did like Colin Trevorrow, right? Who was yeah. going to do, um, uh, you know, the uh, he he worked on Jurassic World, yeah. right? So you know whether that script is true or not. I don't know that that script would have been perfect, but we don't know exactly what stage it was in the movie and everything. And there's interviews with Matt Smith saying he was going to do. So, I mean, clearly, I mean, the whole thing's a mess to be, to be entirely, to be entirely honest. And real quick, one last thing, even though I do like episode seven, Uh it's only, it might be only because eight and nine are like so bad that seven by comparison seems really good. Cause I do have issues with it. And when we left seven, we felt like we were going in a certain direction that could be cool. Ray right. could be Luke's daughter. That could right. be cool. Right. Ray could be Han and Leia's daughter. Obi-Wan's daughter. Right. Could be cool. Yeah. We didn't know that she was going to be Palpatine's cloned granddaughter, like son daughter of a clone, and it's gonna be the Sith grandpa is the thing. No one until the (laughs) like opening night of the Last Jedi. The credits roll. The night finishes. They all look around at Star Wars and they say, "All right, who's up next?" And by the way, who's Ray? Also, who's the bad guy? Is Snoke coming back? He's not coming back. Wait, is he really dead? Okay, Matt, you killed Snoke. Ryan Johnson, I want to ask him one question. Like, (laughs) like he kills Snoke. And if you're Colin or you're JJ, what was Ryan's plan? Was was Kylo Ren supposed to just go bad and be bad? That is the the setup there is he is the bad guy. And someone did not tell him that, oh, there needs to be an over. Like like a, like an Emperor Palpatine or what? Well, as there was an Emperor Palpatine, no, he died. All Emperor right. Palpatine died, guys. Like that was the whole point. Like like Vader t- t- took him out. I mean, I get it. what JJ had to do. I'm not blaming JJ. It, it's the only thing that really did kind of work because I think JJ said the same thing to Ryan or looks and says, "Well, wait, you want Kylo to be redeemed? Well, who's who is he gonna? Who is he gonna? What does he step back away from? Like Palpatine or the dark side?" To like help Ray defeat. Well, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing, real quick. Is 
Colin, you know, the rumors and stuff, we don't exactly know, but the rumors say that Colin Trevorrow said, well, killing Snoke doesn't work for me. But Ryan Johnson argues to have that Luke scene at the end of The Force Awakens. I know. I so want you get to have your thing. And I yeah. think that's the worst. I, to me, that is like, I cannot get past how much I actually hate that scene for a lot of reasons. One, it was lying by Disney and false advertising. And I thought it was incredibly stupid and cheap and irresponsible for them to say Mark Hamill's in this movie. No, he's not. He's in the movie for one second. And they paraded around like he was going to be in the whole thing to build up hype for it. And it has as a cash grab. And I never, ever, ever. In fact, it might be one of it. I may hate that scene more than I hate Luke uh, trying to attack Kylo Ren. I may hate that even more because it was like, because one is just a person who shouldn't be writing Luke Skywalker, writing Luke Skywalker. The other felt like a cash grab by Disney. And it was, this is how you're going to handle our great characters. And keep in mind, it came moments after we killed Han Solo. Two, the whole, like, Ray just flying off to go find Luke mm. is just a better end. Like you hit it credits. Right. So I never, ever, ever, ever will like that scene ever. There's yeah. no, I, I, I hate it. In fact, it, it is it's probably the scene I hate most in all of star Wars to be. Yeah. And you know, I would rather watch, you know, and I love Return of the Jedi, but I, you know, every time I always just roll my eyes when the band's playing in Jabba's Palace. But I'd rather watch three hours of that than I would watch that one scene one time again of of Ray Ray walking up to Luke and him with the lightsaber. I know he flips the lightsaber in the next one, but even that too. That was Isn't the mindset he said. I know it's freaking ridiculous, Matt. Okay, yeah, I know. I know we were like, <laughs> but well, like, we're just on it now, so we just got to keep it rolling. Okay. So, because we've never actually done this for YouTube, by the way, we have never done oh, a, okay. we have never done a why the sequels are trash for YouTube. That well, yeah, but, yeah, because, because, like, the thing is, man. Uh, the, okay, you had the original you, trio. You you actually had Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. Not once are they to get. Not once do they make it like right. Like I mean, all three together, like on 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 screen, and and it, it is such a. It is so crazy that they didn't do that. I don't know why. That just doesn't especially make... because you had the opportunity to. And it's so. And sad. then later, obviously, Carrie Fisher dies, and you would you would have never it's had so, that. It just it is so ridiculous in the Force Awakens too that I'm just like that. It's just bothersome. But you're right though. Ryan argues for that scene, and then Colin is arguing for like Snoke, and they're who at Disney said no. Ryan says we we're killing Snoke. Okay. Who in their right mind is like a writer saying, this is a great idea. We're going to wrap this up, right? Ryan's doing the next movie, right? He has a plan, right? I mean, dude, dude, there is there is literally no bad, or the bad guy is Kylo Ren. All of our speculation videos basically said, like, the idea here is that you have to, you know, they did something. They, they had to conjure something. They had to go again. They had to retcon, essentially. Matt, they actually just retconned, I mean, Return of the Jedi, to say Palpatine's back. Somehow, we don't know how. The dark side is a pathway to many things. Blah, 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 blah. Let's retcon it and bring him back. It is probably the only thing. Because I don't... If you if if a hard line was, no, Kylo Ren cannot be the bad guy in the end. He has to be redeemed. First of all, Matt, 
They never set up a good reason as to why he fell to the dark side. Anakin falls to the dark side so he can save the woman he loves and to save her uh, and, his, and his family. There's a power that he wants. I mean, it actually, you, you somewhat feel sorry for the guy and, and you kind of get it, right? And then you have Luke fighting for his, his father, still sensing good in him, even though we didn't know the whole backstory there. We knew there was some reason. So in this, all we've ever gotten is I, Snoke. It was Snoke. Right, Leia says this. It was Snoke from the beginning. Um, well, that's a lie, actually, because it wasn't right. Snoke. It was Palpatine. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, as correct me if I'm wrong here, because I guess what I, I guess just what what I don't understand is why did they fall in love so much with Ryan Johnson to just give him all of this thing here? Because I, I had never, I had in my life never heard of him before this. After this, right, he's directed Knives Out, which I hear is a great movie, but I'm not ever touching it because, sorry, I like Daniel Craig and, you know, I like uh, the guy who plays Captain America, but I'm not going to watch that movie just because I cannot in good faith support anything that that man ha has done. I just can't. So I'm sorry. I just won't watch it. Okay. But I mean, before this, it's like he did. He barely did anything. It's one of these things where I think sometimes so it's. God, it's like in the NFL, we see this sometimes where teams are just like, well, this this team just drafted a new rookie quarterback and we're just going to, and then they went to the playoffs. So we're going to go with him. It's like, yeah. oh, look, they picked these nobodies and uh, look, it's like this mega hit. And so you think like you have to go find some mega director or something. Before this, Ryan Johnson had done a film called Brick, which is like some short film. Uh, a movie called The Brothers Bloom, which had a budget of $20 million and had a box office of $5.5 million. And then he did The Looper in 2012. Mm -hmm. So apparently Looper must be so amazing mm -hmm. that they're like, this is the guy we need. We, we got to get this guy. Yeah. We got to get this guy in here so he can direct the next Star Wars. I mean, like I get like J.J. Abrams to bring in to do your first one. Yeah. J.J. Abrams had done Lost. He'd done the Star Trek movies. I mean, he's great at setting series up. People, all, he's known for that, right? Right. And but even still, even even if people don't like the way Lost finished and like whatever, I mean, like he's still a big time director. Mm -hmm. The middle movie in a trilogy is like the most important. Yeah, because it's it's the one that sets us up for that finale. I really even think the, people thought even if the finale isn't as good. I mean, I think. Sorry, most people don't think Return of the Jedi is as good as Empire Strikes Back, but it doesn't matter because Return of the Jedi finishes out the story and it's great. The Dark Knight Rises is not as good as The Dark Knight, but The Dark Knight Rises is still a really good movie. Resolution. It closes out the story yeah. in a in a good way. Even like older stuff, like Back to the Future 3, and I, I think you like it more, whatever. It's like, yeah. whatever. I think a lot of people pick which ones, but it's like Back to the Future 2 is good and it sets up sort of like a good resolution and that's an absurd response to try to compare it to like star wars and yeah, stuff like well, that no, i mean no, the two but... the two towers amazing right, right. the two yeah. towers puts this it rips everybody apart to set up the amazing end that is returned that is return of the king and so yep. you go pick some nobody i think just because they think it's cool i i i know i don't know that's again i go i would love to know what they said like yeah you can go just do whatever you want whatever story you want to write and because he really fought for like stuff, I guess, in his script. And he here's the thing. Ryan Johnson does a great job. Like it's like some of the dialogue is amazing. Uh, some of the moments are amazing. That moment with Snoke 
like the way that Kylo does that with with like defeats Snoke, if that would have been the finale and he like takes Ray's hand and, and, he, and, you know, and like he defeats him and there's just like this, they have to finish everything else out or whatever. That would have been awesome. I was like, th that's an epic moment. Luke Skywalker's moment is still epic when he's going to face Kylo Ren. I just wish like if this were the ninth film, you have Luke teleport wherever distract Snoke, face him down for a second, do something really cool while Kylo sets up this moment with Ray, and then they go in and they beat Snoke. Like that Snoke is your start and finish guy. You kill your big bad villain on in the second movie. Why that is the biggest problem. The biggest problem I can even look past the Luke Skywalker. I know most people can't, but let's say you didn't kill Snoke and you said, okay, he's gonna stick around for the third movie. And it's all this, even though we don't know why Kylo Ren turned to the dark side, other than Luke Skywalker, possibly like, you know, it was it was Snoke was toying with him and Luke drew his lightsaber on him and that's all it took. And he's off to the dark side. OK, whatever. Then Luke has some, you know, he needs to. Luke doesn't get any real. Resolution, does he, Matt? Like, like, like the whole no. like, like to say sorry. Did he ever say sorry to to, to Ben Solo? Did, did he ever say that's you know what I mean? He never speaks to his apprentice. It just right. so doesn't make sense. How is it that Luke Skywalker draws his saber on his nephew and his apprentice and then regrets that he's attacked? Ben, no. Ben goes off, becomes Kylo Ren. And when he first shows up and he has his epic moment, Ryan Johnson's piece, he mocks him and he talks down to him and he doesn't like instead of teaching him and trying to bring him back to the light, he's just a goner and just like, you'll never do like, I'm not the last Jedi raise the, right. the freaking thing. And it's like, okay, so do you want to say sorry for drawing your lightsaber on cut? Does anyone want to talk about why he fell to the dark side? He's just meant to be in Ryan Johnson's mind, the bad guy. Kylo Ren has gone so far bad that he can't be right. brought back. It is just so crazy, man. I know. It's don't crazy. get me started. Yeah. I don't even get me started on all that because like, <clears throat> I think he was trying to mock the fans. I gen if you, all the interviews and everything he that were saying that he was saying around there, where he was. I mean, there's like you look at everything Mark Hamill's saying, right? All of the I same know. where everybody was coming out and just sort of bashing it, and it almost feels like it's this elitism of like you don't know what you want. Yes, we do. Yes, 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 yes. In fact, we do know what we want, right? The, see, the good thing, and this is, uh, see, it's like, I don't know. On one hand, it's almost like Disney has learned their lesson. But at the same time, I just can't, I just have to make the comparison. It's like, on one side of the building, you have Marvel, which just knocks it out of the park every single time. Okay. Every single time, Spider-Man No Way Home is freaking amazing. Why? Because they gave the fans what we wanted. Like, oh my God, having all three Spider-Man, that would be sick. Just bring Toby and Andrew back. They and they did, and it was freaking amazing, right? Yeah. That's like people just like, yeah. that's what they want. Like, they love that stuff. Like Hulk smash and, you know, all of these Continuity. things. They, right. Yeah. All it, of these things, they just bring in and it works, right? I mean, as... Like one of the biggest complaints about the MCU was like the lack of Spider-Man, who is this like Spider-Man 
Batman and Superman. There's a there's a really interesting you can go look. But those three superheroes are the three most searched on Google like superheroes every year for like the last like since Google has existed. Those are the three most popular superheroes in the world. And yeah. like they all they go back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. So you're one of that group, Spider-Man is like sometimes the most popular superhero in the world. Mm-hmm. And we get it. You don't own the rights from Sony and everything, but they were willing. Disney was willing enough on the Marvel side to say, we're going to go to Sony. Somebody yeah. that like is very historic for not playing nice with uh-huh. like other people. And like, yeah. they yeah. like, we own Spider-Man deal with it. Right. Mm-hmm. They had, they went to another company and convinced them that they would obviously accept less money. Cause Sony's getting a big cut of this whole thing to have Spider-Man in their movies and bring Spider-Man in. Mm-hmm. The degree of difficulty to make that all work is so absurd. Yeah. And you have free reign in the Star Wars movies and you can't figure it out. Yeah. Like yeah. they're over here making these epic movies and jumping through legal loopholes to make it work and still pull it off. And yeah. over here, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a you pitch them a softball and they just like watch it go by. It's crazy. At least over there, if if they if they're swinging for the fence every time, over here over here they're just like, well, it'll be a walk. I mean, what like, what are we doing? <laughs> I know. The, the the and again, it's just it is just a rant. That's like uh, it's again. It's it's still it it's the sequels. You hope it's been fixed. I'll never. I feel like I'll I, never I, stop I, ranting about it in my life because it's just. It's a big blunder. It's it's the one of the single biggest blunders I've ever seen. And the problem is too is that you you got the sense from people who were involved with it, and I don't even know how that people feel like going forward. There's way there's things you can do to go in and try to make it better. You and I have talked about ways that you could do a Luke Skywalker miniseries um, in uh, just you know beyond the Mandoverse or whatever they're going to do. Different things that they can do with a Skywalker or Mara Jade. There are things you could actually do that you can make work. Right. I'm telling you right now, I've said it before. If they can just say in episode nine out of freaking nowhere, if JJ can just come in and say one Palpatine's back two, Leia had a vision. We never told you guys this. We never told you this, but Leia had a vision after return of the Jedi that she shouldn't be a Jedi, that she should put her lightsaber down and that, that someone else would pick it up later. And she, this was all foresight. You can use that same principle to bring me Mara Jade, to bring me all the different things that fans, not just me, that people really want to see. That those 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 key search terms, Matt, you're talking about with Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man, the key exactly. figures that are searched in Star Wars. We have our freaking our small little YouTube channel. We know when we when we post something about certain particular people, you know, I mean Ezra Bridger's a great one. Thrawn is wonderful. They're doing good things with that. That's all Dave Filoni, Rebels tie into Mandalorian. It's freaking awesome. Boba Fett's been there since the beginning. The Obi-Wan thing is a great thing. But outside of the Legends characters, you've got the likes of Mara Jade. You have a, a, a like a Skywalker situation. You've got, um, um, gosh, what's his name? Um, Caleb, no. Uh, Kanan's son. Hera's son. Right. Yeah. Like that, all, all those different things that you could bring in that would be cool stuff to kind of make stuff work. Right. I don't know. 
Let me just, I'm just going to pull this up. This is the video I'm talking about where it basically shows Google's the Google search results and stuff like that over the course of time. Now, obviously it's a really long video, but as you can see, it's like Spider-Man, Superman, and Batman. And of course it changes as certain movies come out and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like yeah, the dark Knight came out spider, -Man. but if you watch the whole video, I mean, it's pretty much Batman, Spider-Man and Superman are always at the top and everyone else moves around depending on what's, you know, on what's as to as to what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And it totally just fluctuates. But Spider-Man, Batman and Superman are always, the always top three. The top. Yeah. They're always the top three. It changes a little bit. So that's the that's the thing I was talking about. But as like. You know, the other like the other thing, again, because because ha I have to I have to bring up because I don't the Marvel comparison is so important because it's the same company. Yeah. Is what I just don't get people. I It's like people forget well. that sometimes. And they had to not only jump through legal loopholes to get all this stuff done, but they had a handicap in that they couldn't even use characters like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, which are part of the big deal. And they're able to tell these amazing stories and just they the approach that they go through to just we're just going to give the fans what they want. As opposed to sit here and try to tell you that we're like we're more sophisticated with you as the like than the last Jedi did like i seriously cannot under like state how damaging the last jedi was to star wars i mean they well, uh, they said it because it 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 cost them you know it it got it was it got smashed in reviews and they think that's why they saw a drop off in solo and they think that's why they saw a drop off in rise of skywalker for box office but the problem is it just it wasn't good well matt also too the thing if you want to talk about like they talk a lot about like the the themes of stories and the lessons and what can be learned from these things. It's Disney, right? All these you're supposed to be. It's not just all, it's not just entertainment, but like the extra layer what, where you really strike gold is when you can communicate story and you can uh, uh, teach a lesson and, and great themes come through. I don't get. I mean, the whole thing at first I was like, cool. Ray is no one. That's hard. That sucks. Um, but she is someone and she's just Ray and that's good enough. That's all you need to be. No, she had to be someone and that someone had, to, and then you're like, okay, fine. All right. She's going to be someone. She, then she's a Palpatine. <laughs> I've just but, never seen anything like it in my life. And it is, it is so radical. I mean, Kenobi wouldn't have made sense. There was no real setup for that. Actually, um, the Skywalker thing, maybe you, 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 you could have done some stuff in inside rise of Skywalker to talk about it. But dude, I just think about Double yes, down on think her about, being no one and teach here, us the lesson here, in that. Let, let me make one more comparison with the Marvel thing. Because everything you just said, right? Yeah. Marvel had to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. They, you know, I mean, now they've brought them back in. But are they, okay, we're starting. We're going to redo all this stuff. We're going to redo the Hulk. We're going to bring an Iron Man. We're gonna do they started from scratch, as. Yeah. Not only did Star Wars have the ability to just tie into movies that already existed and already had a big epic fan base and had like, I mean, the first three are like three of the biggest movies in the history of film, right? Mm -hmm. They had the original actors. They literally can bring in the original actors to and these, to, to these movies. Like, yeah. I, I like the ground like they were it's like you're basically spot it's like you're it's like you're walking into a, a basketball game or something and you're spotted 40 points here you go so like that's what makes the fumbles that much more 
drastic mm -hmm. because I mean, it's like the Atlanta Falcons in whatever that year, 2016, 2017, when you're up 28 points and you, and you lose like, that's basically what happened with these, these movies. Yeah. And it's, it's like, dude, I, um, yeah, you even know. have their advice to say, like, you even have like Mark Hamill saying, I think we should go in this direction. No, that's not the direction we're going to go in. Everyone came out was nervous <laughs> about it. They all were. So the other thing, too, is like, what is what is Finn like? Like, Finn, what do we right. learn? What, what's the great teaching moment? Like, what is his arc represent? You know what I mean? Like, what Nothing. did we learn from his character? As that we can apply to life and that we're I feel like I've learned more about Finn in the Lego specials than I learned about him in the entire sequel trilogy. It's it is so wild. It is it is just wild. He's like, like he's like to me, he was the star of episode seven. Yeah. I went in being like, Finn, okay, what is this? I don't know, whatever. And then I was like, wow, I walked out and I was like, he is funny, he is great. Like I'm loving this dynamic he and Ray have together. Like, this is something that could be really good going forward. And then they introduce Rose, and it's like, okay. And then it's like, okay, maybe it'll come back around. And then they try to, at the beginning of episode nine, like episode nine, you feel like they're going to bring maybe back some of that, like, Finn, Ray, little romance and, and go with that route. Ray, I have something I have to tell you. Well, that's a story. That's, that's, that's a story for another time, too, because he never actually ends up telling her. And that just gets lost. Mm -hmm. No, well, I mean, no, it's there's no wonder John Boyega is like very outspoken against against the sequels because he got screwed over the most. I mean, he was doing and then, of course, you can even look at like his poster being diminished yeah. in China. Right. Yeah. All that stuff. So, right. I 100 percent. Everything he's saying sounds 100 percent validated. And he again, he walked out of, when I walked out of seven. I, he was the character I was most intrigued by. So I was like, dude, this guy's awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I mean, and so I, I, I mean, look, the backstory of Ray, the backstory of Ray was super and, and we were all wondering what's going to end up being a palp. Is she going to be a I mean, we we there were theories she could be a Palpatine because the way she does the lightsaber thrust stab, yeah. but without right. the context of it mattering and being important. Yeah, it's just it's just tough because like there's the reluctant hero. She's kind of that reluctant hero sort of you have hope, right? The, the theme of hope is is, is in there. Um you have sort of failure, Luke Skywalker going through failing, but still, I don't see that Luke learned his like, like that's where I go. Like, what does Luke Luke's big failure was Kylo Ren. So, and he has no resolution with Kylo Ren. You know what I mean? It's just that we can't lose Ray lost. Ben Solo is well, apparently he's not. And then his mother and his father reach out to him right. and maybe that was their th but like the it's failure so was on luke the failure was on which luke is, and he has no part in the other than which is just which is just like which is just so dumb because everything that luke goes through in these movies is like the same thing that obi-wan and yoda thought and so yeah. then it diminishes luke to be like you're just the same as them thinking oh you can't train him yeah it was like what is like Luke had already been through that. That should not have been the same story again. Like Yoda's in Yoda's in episode eight. I think just to be like, here's your fun little cameo. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. Like, 
I don't know. Well, I mean, again, that's the thing. Like Yoda comes back actually, and he has more of a master moment than Luke does, which is like the the teaching, like the quotes we quote Yoda on that failure being that he's again having to teach young Skywalker, who's supposed to be Master Skywalker. Um, right. He has to teach him that no, it's it's you know failed with Ben, you did right, but you gotta like like failure can be our greatest teacher that we want our students to grow beyond where we are, and that's but that should have been Luke. Yeah. And that's the thing that should have been Luke. You didn't need Yoda. But like the other thing is that like even after Yoda tells Luke all of those things, I was waiting in episode nine for Luke to come back to Kylo and to be a part of some sort of thing. And there's just nothing. Yeah, it should have been nothing. Luke. It should have been Luke telling that to Kylo to prevent to bring Ray back from the dark side. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Any any one of those combinations, some right. Luke intervention. All Luke does in episode nine is basically catch, say a light, that, catch a lightsaber as a force ghost. Right. And say that and say that this is not how you treat a weapon. Total mockery of Ryan Johnson. I don't care what they say. Like that's right. why does Luke flip it here? Well, he's learned something. Luke. Oh, so it's about Luke learning the master. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it, man. It's hard to follow. See, the thing is, are, are there themes there? Are there lessons? Are there things there? Yes. But Matt, they're so hard to see. That that's the problem is that you didn't communicate it very well. And it's hard for kids. This is a story that kids are supposed to learn something from it. And I don't know what they learned from. from At least uh, they have porgs. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I mean, as we go to. And then don't get me wrong. I mean, on one hand, I say. At least go here, to Bright Tree Village. Village. <laughs> I know. That's what I was just about to say. It's like. what? And then it's like. Okay, on one hand, I do we you have to I grade JJ on a curve. Cause even like even um John Boyega came out in defense of him and some of the some people came out in defense of JJ for the one be like, look, we have to fix all these mistakes. Yeah, what's he supposed to do? Yeah. Right. Maybe the ocean moon of Endor wasn't his decision. I don't know. I'd have to I'd have well, to see, I'd have to see I'd have to see who said that because it's just like again, why not just go to like, why not just go to the forest moon of Endor? Like, oh, there was an ocean moon and the Death Star's there. And like, dear God, Ochi and this dagger. And why is there a freaking dagger like there that this guy has that we have to like find? And it has this secret map to Exegol, this long lost place that makes no. It's just it's so complex and it's all crammed down our throat because the, the pacing of that movie is so fast. I still so it's like do it's like it's like yes as he graded on a curve and was he given a a thing but there are still decisions made in that movie that baffle me and make no sense but ultimately I have but ultimately I have to look at the last Jedi as the one that it oh, sets it's it sets him up for failure so Matt, it's, why do, why do they have to create Ochi the dagger Exegol why do they have to create because they killed Snoke and they had no idea what they were going to do for this film. Right. Literally. They sat in a room where JJ's like, right. so what was the plan? I mean, unless, you know, if if the story was, and this has never been told, if there had never been said, if the story was that Colin Trevorrow said, hey, can you kill Snoke? Because I've got a plan. Okay, cool. If you have a plan yeah. of like, hey, because I'm going to end, I'm going to end, that I'm yeah. going to end it this way and this will Kylo's all work. Kylo's bad. Yeah. Sweet. 
But then they yeah. fire him and they bring in JJ, who clearly writes some story that they say, nah, you right. can't use that because you look at the Matt Smith interview and all these other things. Then he, so then he has to shuffle around. So at the end of the day, unfortunately, you have to blame Disney executives who greenlit this whole thing to be the way it was and thought that this would all work as the people who get bashed for it. Who, who get bashed for it because no well i'll tell you this the only reason that this actually got all the way through a trilogy is because it has the star wars license if this yeah. was some other like independent you know movie or somebody's it trying something new it never would have finished yeah i mean i cannot think for a life of me including like bad things like yeah i don't know horror films that have three movies i cannot think for a for the like of me a trilogy or even like that has more movies that is less consistent than the star Wars sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like there's no tie-ins. There's nothing. I mean, it just, it does. It's and you can give a, I can also give a little bit of a pass. Obviously Carrie Fisher died. I do feel like you could have done a lot more in that final movie with her, yeah. but you still would have had the lack of like a Snoke or a something. The only thing I could see is, if Carrie Fisher had been alive, what I would have done, even in the same sort of situation, is I would have had, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I, what I would have done is I would have had basically Kylo, like Palpatine, if you want to go to that route. I still feel like the main villain should have been Hux, but whatever. The I would have had, like, say, Palpatine essentially kill Leia which causes Kylo to like have to reevaluate his life and turn to the light side. But I also at the same time would have had him like fight Ray and then Ray has to go dark side and he has to save her, but they didn't even do that. He just goes, Ray just goes to fight Palpatine and then he has to go save her and he dies. Yeah. Like, cause then you could have, as you said, had that Luke moment where Luke has to convince a now her, Right. Uh, Kylo. I mean, I did like the the Harrison Ford coming back and doing the sort of vision, not a force ghost, perhaps, but like a vision memory, whatever. That was great. That was a really, really good. That was a good scene. Like there's good pieces. Yeah, there are. There are. You know, I mean, like I said, the creativity in The Last Jedi is there. It is really creative. It's very interesting. It's gorgeous. Um, There's well, the whole thing isn't gorgeous, but there's really good. It's really 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 good stuff there's just stuff that just doesn't uh it's just yeah i don't know it is just so there's no continuity between there's just there's or there is but there's not not much and it doesn't make i mean it's just yeah it's like when you try to pick ingredients off a pizza that you don't like like i don't like olives try to pick them all off but every once in a while you get you start biting into it and you get one olive oh just ruins the whole experience yeah that's what i feel like man i don't i mean Matt, what was what was Leia trying to teach Poe? You know, like who knows, Poe, dude. I mean, like how to be know? how to be how to be a good leader. How to be a good leader, right? And then it then he in the whole start of the rise of Skywalker is just an angry at Ray for not joining the crew right. and don't worry, we're going with you. And I know uh, he gets lost until Lando says, "Hey, Cap, on your left." Oh, sorry. It's, I mean, it's just. It's I mean, I mean, yes, no, we're all here or whatever. It's not that the, 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 these things aren't there, like the themes or the, the life lessons aren't there. There's not like some of the it's just really hard to see. It's just not yeah. very easy to 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 pick out and that you, you lose track of them. I mean, it's just I don't even know. 
I don't even know. What grade would you give? What grade would you give each movie, and what grade would you give the sequels? I can give you. I can give you one letter for all of them. F. Flat out <laughs> F. It's a fail. I, I I used to be a great defender of them individually. I was like, as they came out, I was like, all right, yes, all right, yes. And then I saw the Rise of Skywalker, and I was like, holy smokes! Then I walked out of the theater. I was with my buddy Lane, and I remember walking out, going, "You saw Rise of Skywalker with Lane." Yeah, I saw him so yeah, right, 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 yeah. And uh, I'm walking out of the theater. I remember saying to him, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, the whole, I just, I don't know, man. Just the whole thing. I, just I remember you and I had, you and I had like a two hour conversation before we even hit record on our, on our thing. And we were just like baffled the entire time. I and we tried to, to be optimistic that, and we tried to be optimistic. And, and it was like, I, it was, it was, I was tired and I was like, I need to like see it again and like think about it. I need to see all three together. But man, as time goes on, it just it hurts to watch all three together. Right. And I would say, honestly, right. the worst, the worst thing, see, the, the worst thing to happen to the sequels was the Mandalorian. Oh, no, it's, it shows you pl- flat out like and because, I in it, but I mean, because I mean, like even season one of the Mandalorian was already like better than the sequels. But when season two hit. And then the problem is you feel like, okay, now you have two guys who really know Star Wars and Dave Filoni and John Favreau really just sort of like, I think, being like, hey, I know all the how to do all the production stuff of like a live action show. And Dave Filoni is like really like the, you know, the guy running the making a lot of the Star Wars decisions and all this kind of stuff. Like you just look at them in comparison and it's just so much better I mean, like the finale of season two of Mandalorian as I to me. That I could stack that up against some of the stuff in the prequels and say it's better. Yeah, I love I'm a prequel guy. I mean, like, I love the prequels. I think I'm in that camp. where I'm like, I think the prequels are super underrated. And now as time's gone on, I mean, everyone thinks Revenge of the Sith is like one of the best movies. Right. But remember, right. remember oh, yeah. they first came out, they were they were getting bashed, but they were not getting nearly as bashed as the sequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, I know, no, for sure. Uh, let me read something to you, and just just I know what. Okay. Well, so this is I went to Reddit just to say like, what are the themes for the for, for for the sequels? What are the themes? Someone else asked that question. They were basically saying, you know. The original story is about the redemption of Darth Vader. The story of the prequels is about the fall of Anakin Skywalker into Darth Vader. Uh, great valid stories flow well, all this kind of stuff. What is the sequels all about? Someone said, uh, JJ basically came out and explained what the themes are meant to be. Quote, the ultimate challenge of the movie was making something. I think this is this is The Force Awakens that stands alone. Um, that's hopefully a thrill ride, an emotional story, surprising, fun, scary, heartbreaking, everything. But also it needed to be something that is, in a way, inheriting everything that's come before it's very much what the characters are going through in the movie it's about a new generation dealing with the good and the bad of what's come before the sins of the father but also the accomplishments the achievements um what wisdom has been imparted how do you deal with something uh that is as terrifying as as what they do uh this is where oh yeah uh that to me is the power of star wars that you can tell stories like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm already lost. This, this. Right. So the whole point was Luke redeeming the sins of the father and dealing with the good 
Obi-Wan and Yoda and the bad Palpatine and Vader of what's come before. I, dude, I. <laughs> I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even freaking know dude i nobody does that's the problem i don't know i i that is so and no I, I don't I, I don't know ray was not dealing with the sins of her fa- of her of her grandfather right dude i mean that's that's not that's that's it was not... longing it was it was longing. you know the funny thing you know you know what's really funny is they're literally right now in Book of Boba Fett showing like the exact same scene that they showed in the sequel trilogy with like, except now it's Jango Fett looking up at like, at, or excuse me, it's Boba looking at Jango Fett flying off, you know, to go do bounties. It's like the same thing as Ray looking at the her parents flying off. And it's, they've told me more about Boba Fett in these handful of episodes. Than they did the, they did Ray in the entire sequel trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, let me read something to you because I'm trying to find some good here just for, for, from the sequels. I found a different so the sequel. Oh, I, I have some goods I can say. Yeah, I just I just want to read this is this, this is the um just a post um the sequel trilogy family and identity. I often see a lot of posts about the sequel trilogy not really connecting together well. Well, whether or not this is the case, the plot is one thing I absolutely believe the sequels are connected together thematically very well. All right, um the overall message what? of choosing. Yeah, okay. The overall message of choosing who you want to be isn't a new one in Star Wars and is arguably one of the most common in the original trilogy. But the sequel trilogy takes a different approach to these themes. Rey's quest takes a very similar path to Luke's. A wide-eyed young adult who longs for something more than their basic survival and feels called to something better. Uh, But the other characters of the sequel trilogy are different. Kylo, Poe, and Finn start off with an identity already assigned to them. Finn is a stormtrooper against his wishes. The horrors of war yanking him about, uh, like out of his years of war, yanking him out of his brainwashing. Uh, Poe is the hot shot pilot, a role he initially embraces completely. This leaves Kylo, the one arguably struggling the most to find an identity as the son of two war heroes and the nephew of a great warrior and mystic. His role due to his force sensitivity and the um, and the aloofness of his father is uh, is is cast upon him. He is to continue the long line of Jedi that have followed before him. But that's not what he wants. He wants the love of his father and for his mother to reject the fear that led her to abandon her Jedi training and become a career politician. Dude, so those things right there. Okay. She did, we didn't even know we didn't know that we didn't know that she, she that she abandoned her, her career as 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 an abandoned it was never it's never stated we didn't even know that Han Solo like we didn't know whether he was in or out of his son's life we don't have any clue no as to whether that's the case we have no idea I don't know what's wrong with Ben Solo I don't know why it's, it's all it's all a story for it's another all time Snoke. no it's and that's the thing is they the reason is get it's Snoke he's been there since the beginning. He turned our son to the dark side. Leia's literally saying, Han, it wasn't you, and it wasn't me, and it wasn't Luke. In the very next movie, what does Ryan Johnson say? It was Luke. <laughs> I've never seen I, I I don't I do not understand it. <laughs> like you can clip that one up right there, everybody. Like that <laughs> that to me is a joke. Leia says it. It was Snoke. Ryan said no. It was Luke. It's so nuts, dude. It's bad. 
It's right. just bad, man. It's, I I, it's just, it's God. It's let me let me try to say something. Let me just because I know try some people out there. I I know some people out there do really. I'm sorry. No, I've been negative, and I can be even worse. I know some people do try to really like the sequels, and I know that that's and that's fine. If you do really like, like moments. if you do like the sequels, like there is nothing wrong with liking them. But yeah. as Mike Zero would say, let me tell you that you're wrong. The uh, I mean, I mean I'm just as what he says, but no, I mean, so they all look good. Uh, you know, they're kind of pretty movies, except for Leia's flying through space, Superman, uh, punch thing. I do think they introduced some cool characters. I think Finn and Poe are really cool, BB8's fun. Uh, Kylo Ren is, I mean, Adam Driver as Kylo Ren is by far the absolute star of the show, right? The pro, well, there I now immediately I, I then go into the problem. Yeah. There's hard. cool, like, there's cool lightsaber kind of fights a little bit, and that's about it. I mean, again, that's that's really kind of all I got, unfortunately, because. There's definitely good ideas that could branch out into other things. And like even where we're at now, like you could go back and kind of change some stuff. Like Poe is a cool character. Finn is a cool character. Even like I would love to see what Ray does going forward. Could we bring Kylo Ren back or Ben Solo back somehow? You know, there are like there's still good questions that I feel like you could, I feel like you could make an episode 10 in the right hands, obviously, and make it good pull from where we're at, at the end of that story and come up with something interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be as good as it could have been had they went in an, you know, an entirely different route. Like even if they just copy and pasted the, you know, like Jason, Jana solo, Marjade, Bong, all that stuff. Yeah, Luke, right? You could have, you know, could have gone that route, Kalkatar and all those guys. What would have been an infinitely better story than what we got? But I do feel like you could still come back and sort of like fix some things, flesh some things out, and improve the story um, going forward. But it's just like every time they have something interesting, they just move on to something else and they never fully explore any of that stuff. I mean, as just look at the side characters, right? The first one of the first characters we see is Lor Senteca. Who is this guy? Why does he have the map? Why did he seems like he's a pretty important guy? Right. Yet. And then he, but it's fine if you kill him, but then he's never brought up ever again. Uh, right. Okay. DJ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. DJ's this guy who's like tied into Poe and wrote, like I was like he could come back in the third movie and it could be interesting. No, he's just a guy there to teach uh, Finn a lesson that's not going to matter in the next movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zoe, like Zoe Bliss, at least has some sort of resolution and is like somewhat important, right? Like, but every movie they introduce these new characters, <clears throat> and me... you're like, this person could be cool and have something matter, but it's all a story for another time. And well, Laura Santeca, right? So, so, so Laura Santeca says the first order rose from the dark side. You did not. Kylo says, I'll show you the dark side. Uh, Laura Santeca says. You may try, but you cannot deny the truth that is your family. That line, those are supposed to matter. Like, Laura Santeca is supposed to, that's supposed to strike a chord inside of Kylo Ren and cause some identity. He doesn't dwell on that at all. 
He doesn't think no. about Laura Santeca. No one ever thinks about him again. And he had those a map lines, to Luke Skywalker, those lines get lost. There is nothing that like what it. He says that it's supposed to highlight an identity crisis in him and and make him. But there's no connection. You don't see Kylo reflect on what Laura Santeca said, or you don't even understand how he's associated with his family or what is the truth of his family because we don't know whether Han left wasn't around or Leia was. You know, we, we don't know. Uh, he says things like let the past die. Kylo is like, you know, again, he's supposed to be the antagonist, right? Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. But then on the other side, it's like we're supposed to learn from our past mistakes. We're supposed to pass on what we have learned and we're supposed to undo. But it's just all I don't know. It gets I get yeah. I get lost. There are no sprinklings of things that like even if you didn't intend it to go that way, like, you know, how you can pull like in a third movie. Oftentimes you see them sort of like pull a line from the first movie that matters or something. Right. That never happens. There's nothing sprinkled throughout because there was no plan that ties in to rise of Skywalker to make it all make sense. Right. Like in star Wars, it's well, Darth Vader was an evil Jedi who killed your father. Okay. All right, then you get to Empire Strikes Back. No, I'm your father. What? Like that's the whole like that's the whole deal and it's like a tiny little line. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's obvious it's important obviously, but it's like it's just a, a line you hear at the beginning of the movie and then you, that you remember and has weight and carries forward and in theory, Darth Vader did kill Anakin, right? Because he was seduced by the power of the dark side. And then it goes forward and it matters in each movie. There's nothing, there is no single like big thought that carries over these three movies to be that central, like not even like a central theme, right? Like in the first movie, the idea that Darth Vader killed Luke's father is, is there, but it gets bigger and bigger by the third movie. There is no plot point <clears throat> that gets bigger and bigger by the final movie i guess unless you want to say ray's parents well hold on but then hold ray's on. parents didn't even matter let's stop because that. I, yeah. I, 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 I want to i want to read something so when when darth vader says to luke skywalker and he, he reveals to him even though he's a dark lord he reveals to him a truth that he is yes. his father right and you would say well he's lying he clearly he's lying and no he says search your feelings you know it to be true and by the, by the way, it turns out that that was true. What does Kylo Ren do? Same thing to Ray. They're no one. Filthy junk trade, all this, all this different stuff. Search your feeling. You, like, and you can tell Ryan was writing that. The setup there is, and you saw the mirror reflection. No one. There's no one there in the mirror. Uh, when she's in the weird cave thing, Kylo says they're no one. She, that hurts her because she wants to be someone and belong and think that they wouldn't do that. And so what he was setting up there, this is what where you either double down on Ryan's story or you don't. And they're, they're setting up this whole Ray, just because you're no one or your parents are no one or you're not a Skywalker or Kenobi doesn't mean you can be a hero. I love the message of broom boy can be a hero. We all can be heroes. Let's go with that. That's fine. But then because he says, search your feelings like he's, 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 he's almost imploring her to do that because the villain is when a villain strikes the cord. And they strike a truth. That's hard for us to take. Like, no, the villain always lies. But when the villain starts telling the truth and that truth happens to be something you don't want to hear, boy, that now that's what the original trilogy did and was stirring up a good story. Holy smokes. Oh, my God. And they started to do that. 
but they then they then they retcon it, go backwards on it, and they say, no, actually, anyone can be a hero despite their legacy or this 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 legacy that they might or, or whatever. It's like no, just anyone can be a hero. Finn can be who the who who the heck is Finn? Finn gets lost. Poe is like it's like Ray could have been a no one and then just been a someone. That's okay. Like that's tell us that story. It just we don't feel the weight of her legacy or her fit because she doesn't know who they are. She's shocked. And then they pretend like in the last movie that she always knew. No, she, she didn't know. I mean, Matt, she's not in some weird yeah. denial. She's, she's not like that truly is not how you wrote the first two movies. So it is very hard to sell it to the audience that like when you didn't write the first two movies with her as a Palpatine, you cannot sell us on the third movie. She's a Palpatine. You have to write the first two with the intent that she is a Palpatine. That is their biggest problem is that they didn't know who Ray was. Your, your whole arc is supposed to your protagonist of the flipping story is supposed to be. You're supposed to be telling her identity and talking about her arc. And no one in the first two films had any idea what her last name was or who she was supposed to be. They didn't decide it until episode nine. That is the biggest problem I've ever freaking seen in any movie or storytelling arc. That's crazy, Matt. Right. It is. Flip that up, it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they I'm have done, man. I, <laughs> like, no, yeah, you're you're a thousand percent right. Is that they and then when the, and then when it does happen, right, then when it does happen and we get to Palpatine, there's no emotional weight to Palpatine saying to Ray, I'm your like, I am your grandfather. And the whole like the whole deal, it just it feels hokey. It feels weird. It feels awkward. It feels forced down our throats. It has just no significant weight. It's like also the idea of it being like your grandfather is just such less impactful than the idea of it being like your father. Like, yeah. Oh, good God. Like, arguably the greatest movie quote of all time is, you know, even though everybody misquotes it, right, right. is Luke, I am your father. Like, that's right. that's it's know, almost infamous. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I'm your father. It's like the, yeah. the single, like, most iconic movie moment in cinema history is like that one thing. And then you, like, try it again, but do it wrong. Like, whatever. Like, I, I, it's almost like they mocked it. It's like, no, I am your grandfather. Who cares? I know. And also, Matt, I mean, Palpatine, by the way, is so far removed. So Palpatine is so far in the shadows that people have forgotten about Palpatine. They don't. And somehow he's returned. And Leia's, you know, like, again, they were using Carrie's whatever. But she's like looking around like. I actually thought Leia was. I'll be honest. I actually thought the way they did Leia in that movie was fine. And it worked. Oh, it's genius. The way the, the way he incorporates. Her is wonderful. And again, I give JJ major credit for having to do all of this and to make it work somehow. Like, I don't even know what you do unless you right. just make Kylo the bad guy. And then I don't even know what the stories are. But there. there was also, but there was also, to be fair, there was time constraints. There was probably Disney. I mean, look, here's the thing. And this is this. We have lo- we learned something last year as yeah. we learned around this time last year, right? We learned something very important about the movie industry, and it forever has changed the way I view the connection between movie executives and directors. And that is the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, because 
somehow all of that stuff was shot and edited and posted and all of this stuff. And to look at Justice League, whatever it was, 2017, I think, compared to the Zack Snyder cut, they could not be more different movies. And they even share some of the same footage. Mm -hmm. It is so, they are so drastically different. And the quality, for me at least, my opinion, goes from like a two to a 10. So to be fair to JJ, he probably was having Disney execs saying, well, you can't do this and you can't do that because that's all the stuff that's come out from like any of the actors and everything. That's all been the thing. Matt Smith was going to play this character. So I agree hundred percent agree with you that they had to sort of make it fit, make it work. I don't know how I would do it either given the circumstances and also given what he was probably told by Disney higher ups. Cause I yeah. mean, again, Go watch, if you've never seen them, go watch Justice League. And it's like the one of the worst movies you've ever seen in your life. And then go watch the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And it's like, to me, the, my favorite superhero movie ever. And they, it's the same movie, but they're like so drastically different that it just goes to show you like these movie executives. Once they start fiddling around with the movies, like who knows what ends up happening? Yeah. I know, I know. And I do think a lot of that happened. And I, I saw um, Don Monahan came out and said, uh, you know, he was in it was one of the scientists or whatever. He had a larger role in it. And there was different things that, that took place. Like, I don't even know. Like, John Boyega has been very outspoken about it. That there's a different, you know, way cut or he filmed. Other, I don't even know if he did or he just had a right. different idea. And it was all it's similar. It's um, it's actually very similar to the to Justice League, because over the years, it was like Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, um, Ray Fisher, all of Ezra Miller, all of them had been like uh, had said on uh, Jason Momoa that he is actually probably the most outspoken um, of it had all said things like the cut that we filmed is so different. Mm -hmm. like they all said yeah. they all said that same thing. And then we got to see it. And yeah, it's like completely different uh, movie. So who knows what the JJ cut is, if it actually exists or what, you know, what that, what it originally looked like before these Disney executives. And I'm sure one person will come to mind for a lot of people uh, that were probably involved in and said things and, and said, here's no, you have to, you have to do this. You have to do that. <clears throat> Especially because they had just fired the director of whoever the guy was before and brought in Ron Howard to do solo. And they, uh, demanded uh tone rewrites for rogue one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rogue one could have theoretically even been an even better movie yeah which is crazy because it's like amazing <laughs> right yeah i want to go over two more points two more That's fine luke is offered the opportunity to join me or die ray Join me or your friends will die. Both are strong, all these different things, right? But again, it was a father versus grandfather. We've talked about all that, the emotional kind of connection, even knowing who that person is. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. The other bit here that's interesting is, so Palpatine, this, this whole story emerges that Palpatine was actually seeking a host. Okay, was seeking a host so he could inhabit the body, whatever, all that kind of weird cloning stuff. What about the Kylo stuff? I thought it was Snoke or was it Palpatine? I've been every voice you've ever heard. And he's trying Vader, to seduce him. 
yeah, he's trying to seduce him to the dark side. And so what what was his plan? What was Palpatine's plan? He didn't even know they were a force dyad, right? I mean, he didn't really even he didn't know it, although Snoke says that he was the one who established the connection, connection. between Ray and Kyle. I know. It's inconsistent. I, they just Oh, it's super inconsistent. Oh, that's a huge problem. Uh, also, nothing matters. Nothing nothing matters in the final movie. So well, we can't we can't push the Falcon this much or it's going to break down. OK, well, we just forget about that. And that never comes up ever again. Then um, we are going to kill Chewbacca. Oh, actually, no, it's fine because Chewbacca is fine. We'll find him later. Then we're going to fall into this sand trap. Well, I guess that's not really that important because then we'll just fall down and it'll be fine. Oh, then, um, you know, he force healing people could actually like really hurt you because I'm going to heal the snake and it takes a lot out of me. And that doesn't matter. Because then Ray's going to heal Kylo Ren again later, and then Kylo Ren's going to heal, uh, or then Ray's going to heal Kylo, and then Kylo's going to heal Ray, but then he's going to die. So I guess force healing doesn't matter if you're Ray, but it does matter if you're anybody else. Even Grogu gets tired from force healing, but right. Ray and she gets Matt, to do she get, she gets to do she gets to do whatever she wants. Matt, it also like feels lift like rocks in the last movie, even though she had two hours of training with Luke. Here's something else I don't get to. I think they were trying to do something really cool with Leia, her carnal form still being there on the table, covered in a blanket, reaching out to her last moment. But then she stays in her carnal form until Ben passes away. And it's really just not like you're supposed that is kind of a mystic kind of cool element that is there. You can theorize about it. You can whatever. But when everything else is just so unanswered and there's so many other things that just don't really make sense are not lining up the forced dyad stuff. What does Palpatine really want from Kylo? Was that supposed to be his next apprentice? But then Ray showed up and the force awakens in her. And so then now uh, we, we want to find her, I guess. And I, 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 yeah, it just gets a lot. Things are just, things just get lost. And right. Let's, let's Hey, let, let also let me bring this up too. another thing. That's another thing is, uh, remember there were quotes and stuff like that of people saying, well, one of the reasons like, cause they're talking about the pacing of the movie was, well, you know, two and a half hour movie is like, is almost too long for audiences, even though, uh, just a few months beforehand, they released Avengers Endgame, which was three hours and two minutes. So yeah. again, there's a, there seems to be a big disconnect at Disney between the people that are running star Wars and the people that are running Marvel. There seems to be a pretty massive disconnect. So the end of the Avengers, big block thing is okay to be three hours which i mean don't get me wrong that movie's fucking amazing um but it's the culmination of all of these avengers movies well this is supposed to be the culmination of the skywalker saga arguably the biggest movies in the history of cinema the original star wars like things it is so massive it is such a big deal but no people don't want to sit through a three-hour star wars movie really right you were right now. We totally would. We totally would. Let me read something. You know, you, you know, you could have done with those extra 30 minutes. Sorry, real quick. Yeah. Explained like a lot more and had the pacing not been like a freaking sprint in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Do, do, do some setup. Have have Mark Hamill explain some more stuff like Luke Skywalker coming in and having resolution with like just different things. So much more dialogue. Show with us a scene where something's going to be important later. Right. In the Remember. movie. In the in the Force Awakens, that I just saw someone. This is where I go all the way back to the beginning where we talk about what like fans who watch the film 
who are trying to figure out the themes and trying to figure out what what Disney and Lucasfilm is trying to do with these stories, what story, what message they're trying to send. This is a great one. Somebody, and this is a Reddit user, The Hobbit, uh, posting as uh, replying to this Yoda comment. So um, let's see. Yeah, the, the themes in the three films were definitely about identity and roles. Seven introduces them. Eight starts to question them. Nine should be them making the choice, but it's a bit disjointed, especially when Ray says she's a Skywalker, even though the clear thematic answer was already mentioned in episode seven, just Ray. It blows my mind how they did not make that super obvious, perfectly prepared moment the final line. Not only does just Ray underline the end of the Skywalker saga, but the Palpatine line as well. People are defined by their actions, not their names, nor their parents, nor their family. It would have been meta since everyone was arguing about who her family was. It would also underline the fact that everyone can be a hero in their own way. See, that's the thing. The whole doubling that like right there, she does say just Ray. I'm just I'm, I'm just Ray. Right. But then you had to take her on this full arc where she turns into where we all theorize about then she's a palpatine she's the worst thing that she could be and then no now she gets she, she gets to be a skywalker or whatever and it's just, what's wrong with being just you're actually almost sending a mix, mixed message right like what's wrong with being just as or just matt if or you would ray? if you had said if you had said just ray and also shown kylo ray or ben right uh as one of the force ghosts there with luke and leia it would have been totally different like it would have it would have it would have it would have i mean it still would have been a mess yeah, there's but still it's like, but let me. Like, have you ever? Have you ever? Let me give you an analogy here, because that's what I do. Have you ever had an? When your bedroom is stupid messy, clothes everywhere, all over the ground, or whatever. As right. soon as you make your bed, suddenly everything just feels like instantly oh. less messy. I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's like you just make your bed. And it's like okay, everything else suddenly feels less messy because it's yeah. just such a big piece of the big room. piece right there. Boom! It's in the corner. If you do, the, if you do those two things. It's still yeah. a mess, but it doesn't feel as like nearly as bad. It's that Absolutely. significant of a thing. You can work your way out of that corner or or, or you can start right. and then you finish there where it's nice and clean. We get it like that. It, it, it is it is wild. And I do wonder if JJ or somebody else kind of like they, they wrote that line that she's just Ray in this nice, sweet kind of doing her thing, trying to find her way. And and she faces she, she has a villain. Tell her a hard truth that you don't belong your parents didn't want you. It's all cast aside. And it's it's just so it's almost like bad heartbreaking that she is she has to now wait. It's almost like what do we have to be? Also, what's wrong with just like redeeming your family name and saying that you're a palpatine too? Like there, what about her father who was a palpatine who died for right. her and like he doesn't get to say he's a skywalker? He doesn't get to say that he that you know what I mean? And and, and the right. message that we're sitting. He died for his daughter, right? He and like the like her mother and father died protecting her and left her there. And there's literally just a huge wash over their sacrifice. That's a good Palpatine. That's her father who stood up to her grandfather. I mean, that whole thing is like, nope, we're I'm just a Skywalker. And it just it is it I know why it sits wrong with people because she's either just Ray or she has redeemed the Palpatine uh name and she and Ben work together. For all of that or, or whatever, man, it just the fact that it just feels so fake and forced. I'm cool with with if everyone wants to be a Skywalker, that's fine. You want to just change it into a thing. But like, dude, just the way that they. I don't know, you had so much of a better. 
I don't know, man. It just yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking because I, I love Ray. I love Ray as a character. I loved Finn. I Finn's was just completely squandered his his whole character. I don't even know what Poe was supposed to be doing. It was just running around, like looking for more people. It was fun. And, 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 and there were moments trying to worked. be a leader and everything. And, and this then, isn't a, this isn't a slam in any of the acting. Cause the acting is all no, like all great. these actors did a great job. It's like, it's so just obviously plot and, and story. And it's just people changing stuff, man. I've never seen anything like it. I, now that I'm reading that, that comment and I go back to that, just Ray. What's wrong so with better. just Ray? What is wrong with just Ray? You're telling us that you have to be a Skywalker. But the Skywalkers are dealing with their own past and the Solos are too. And Han apparently wasn't even there and Leia wasn't there. I will go back. And I know I said earlier, I just want to finish on this. Who turned Kylo Ren to the dark side? Who turned Ben Solo to the dark side? We don't know. It's a story for another time. We don't know, Matt. We have no flipping clue. They kicked the can, they, they kick the can down the road. That was, that was their entire... That was their entire. Why did he say his father's weak and foolish? I don't know. Also, let me let me not forget uh, real quick, just because I know I was talking about things that didn't matter, like the sequel trilogy in general. Um, C three PO. The bad. trailer makes this, this. The trailer makes it seem like C three PO is going to have this big. thing. You should have killed him. You also should have killed Chewie if you really wanted to add weight to a lot of these things. You just do it, and it sucks, and it's a big deal, and. It, it, it would be terrible, you know, but that's the thing is like, it's one of the reasons I love Amazing Spider-Man 2. I know it's not th that great of a movie, but at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, Gwen Stacy dying and him trying to save her is so like, it's just so good. It is such good storytelling because it adds weight to him. It adds weight when our heroes lose people that they care about when they're trying to save them, but they can't. It makes their next thing it's it's something that adds to their like resolve to being a hero and having to go through these things and it literally made for me spider-man no way home the scene where he saves you know this mary jane uh uh so much better and so much more redeeming and it did so it, it did so much for that character of andrew garfield spider-man and in this there's literally none of that yeah. It's like Chewbacca. He's dead, but he's not. We're going to fall down the pit, but we're not. You, right. You're pushing the Falcon too hard, but you're not. Right. Where C-3PO is going to die, and he's going to be gone, and his memory is going to be erased. Farewell, my friends. And great it's like this great part of the trailer, and we were like, oh, my God, we're going to lose C-3PO. Like This movie yeah. is going to have some weight, and it's going to be good, and it's going to matter. But yeah. guess what? C-3PO getting his memory mattered. Guess what? It didn't matter. Yeah, it's like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the only thing, you know, like what Force Awakens does well, people say it copies like like a New Hope, but at whatever. least there is a yeah. moment where Ray sees Han, who she, you know, just met, just like Luke or whatever, but she sees Han get killed. They at right. least like showed us that. That was like okay, positive, right? Who sees Luke die? Luke is just supposed to be this hope. Luke Skywalker was there. He was out fighting, whatever. But like, what does his death? It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Luke saw Holdo's death is more important than Luke's. Yeah, man. Yes. They witnessed Seriously. that. And that was like, yeah, that's that's the spark. That's the fire. That's the sacrifice that that exactly. So like Luke's doesn't um, Leia, you know, again, it's it's such a hard thing because of the Carrie Fisher thing. They have to use Han to, 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 to do that. And like she just passes with Maz there. And it's just like Ray only sees Han die. Kylo kills his father. 
I, you know, it's his mother t- reaching out to him, which is they had to do in a kind of a weird way. I think they, they were probably right, going to do it. that differently, you know, but like that is what, like when Luke loses Obi-Wan, then he loses Yoda, uh, Dak. He sees people, you know, being killed, sacrificed. Many Bothans died. Little Ewoks are getting killed. I mean, like people are, we're seeing these things on screen and it's just, yeah, you're right. It doesn't feel it did lose some of that heaviness or whatever. I think snaps dies right and that's the one guy who you're right. like oh yes. snaps oh man you know like just he's gone other people that we don't really know we're not emotionally attached to die but um yeah they tried i mean there's 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 shadows of it. it's just like there's bits and pieces that you can find but it just it, it's not strong it just is not a strong cohesive story and it lacks real conviction and i know no one knew who ray was I know. You know, I think if you were to watch, uh, for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, uh, as opposed to those of you listening at, on the on the podcast, I think you will literally see as and I go through all five stages of <laughs> and do we finally just come to it? Except I love like, Star you know, Wars. I know, and I it, love, it, it, I love it's, everything except for the sequels. I don't know what went wrong. Kathleen, Kennedy we do, we do know what things, wrong, and I would say, the... oh, like I would pray, right. I, 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 I'm, I praise Kathleen Kennedy for all the corrections made. All the things done in Mando, all of those things. But the fact that they can't just come out and say, we messed that up, hurts my feelings. Like, just say it. Right, right. You, you, you're wrong. You, We're never going to get you, over it. You we, messed it up. You, like, you and I will have, I think you and I, until something drastically changes, will have one of these. It's almost like a therapy group. And I know yeah. that there's other Star Wars fans out there, too, that need this. They need to just hash it out and get their feelings out. Well, and we'll probably ha- we'll probably do one of these. It seems like we do one about one every like four to five months because right. it's just yeah. we start talking about it. We get back into it. And that's where and that's where we're at. So last thing, last thing, Matt, I want to say this because people get mad. The, the problem that we have is that people uh, there's two different types of people who are against no, not two different types. There's multiple. There's, right. Whatever. I know. I know where you're but, going. You no, know yeah. I'm saying, man, people think if you bash the sequels or you're anti Ray, you're anti SJW, all these different no. things or whatever, dude, that is, if you listen to, if you listen to this freaking conversation, we are trying to figure out how to make Ray the most, like to, t- to teach my niece and other right. kids something that you can just be Ray and that I don't even know. Right. It is so In fact, actually, I, I think, I think like you said, the, the just Ray thing, I feel like making her Ray Skywalker actually hurts her character. That's the thing is it's like, yeah, I know a lot of people get up there and they bash Ray and they're like, Mary Sue this and all, right. all, all, all that stuff. Like, for me, the problem isn't that all oh, the the problem isn't they take this character Ray and make her like th- such an important character. The problem is they don't do it. They don't do a, a good enough job of it. It's like I actually right. like I'm I love it. I like Ray and I think she could be even cooler than she is. Right. But there's nothing around it to support right. to support it. In fact, she does stuff that's cool. And I want like awesome for Matt. me, the whole the best scene. The, the the best scene in the whole thing it's actually in the last jedi for me they're like for me the three bet the three best scenes in the whole thing one in force awakens han talking to kylo mm-hmm. when he's saying all of these involve kylo by the way uh han, to, han talking to kylo and him's talking about like you know but right before he kills him like turning to the dark side and all this stuff right two and i think it's actually even to me, the best scene of the whole thing is 
the reaching out and the conversation between Kylo Ren and Ray. Yeah. Hand down the best the best like part of the whole thing of yeah. him reaching out to her and saying like please join me right like yep. please join me is so phenomenal mm-hmm. because you can tell in there that ray actually it just like luke but it's even sort of more heart heartbreaking in a way because you know, like they, we at that point we didn't know the emperor was a thing. We didn't know Palpatine was a thing, and so right. it, it felt like these people are actually going to kill each other, as opposed yeah. to like Luke, who's just trying to pull his dad back from the em- from the emperor. And right. then, and the third one, I think, when Kylo's talking to the, I really I, the the whole scene, like Ray there, Leia dies, Kylo with Han, and Ray is such a big part of that too where it's almost like she's like, all right, I'm finally turning away from you. Mm-hmm. And she heals him. But like all the stuff with her parents to me were just lame because it feels forced and everything we well, said for the past hour and a half. To do more two more things. What she said about Ray and, and Ben Solo. She wants to take Ben Solo's hand. We don't know. The audience doesn't know really who Ben Solo is. We right. we, we we know less than Ray does. Like he I has, well, he know. has he has he has one line as Ben Solo. Oh, oh, yeah. And when he when he <laughs> but even before when she says that, like I'm looking at Ray saying I've been with Ray this whole time. I don't know what she learned about Ben Solo that she really felt attracted to and that she wanted. I, I don't know if it's a, a force thing. Like, again, she knows more about it because they have some force dyad thing. And that's the way they, they they make that work is that they have some connection that we can't understand. And that's why it's hard for me to say, like, why would Ray do that? Um, So. Yeah, there's oh god, there's one other thing I was gonna. Yeah, it doesn't even matter at this point. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's, we're just we're just we're just beating a, a dead uh, uh, whatever they ride. <laughs> Actually, they do ride actual horses. No, they do ride actual horses in in yeah. uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I guess you could they say do. a dead horse, literally. Yeah, they do. They I was gonna horses. say what I was gonna say whatever they ride and and can't fight. Yeah, God. But, <sighs> okay well all right that was it for our this this therapy session of um why the sequels suck and i'm sure we'll be back in a few months once we have to talk about it again because that's just it's just, it just if happens disagree, leave us a comment let us know send us transmission i love to be picked up and love people to tell me i'm wrong and like you guys don't see you guys are not seeing it here it is it's very clear to this person and that person freaking awesome please right. let me know let us know um, uh, remember, we will be back with more Book of Boba Fett. Seems like Din Djarin's about to show up. Super excited for that as cannot wait, actually, uh, for Same. the next episode of Book of Boba Fett. But send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We read these on the show. Do our best, uh, absolutely, to get all of your guys' comments, questions, theories, whether you hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, any of the places you can. We have a Facebook group. We love to hear that. Uh, we have a Patreon as well. Uh, trying to bring more people in to do like a big uh, show that will make it its way onto YouTube and the podcast and all of that stuff. So be sure to check that out uh, as well as Apple premium where you can get all of our exclusive content as well. If you don't want to go the Patreon route. So with that guys, remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting props.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.